Welcome back for another edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Turkin, alongside my partner, Joe Serrera. As we preview this weekend's basketball games around the area, Joe, let's start with Greensboro Day, uh, another tough, tough member uh, of the private school sector that they're going to play t- tonight, actually. And uh, Freddie Johnson did not back away from uh, a lot of the tough teams this year. He loaded up that schedule, especially with the in-state competition. Yeah, they're going to play a uh, Carmel Christian team from down in Matthews near Charlotte, Union County, west of, uh, east of Charlotte. Uh, this is a team, Carmel Christian, that was ranked number one by Max Preps in the state until very recently. They were uh, upset by uh, a team from uh, Tennessee Bearden in the Arby's Classic, which is a big tournament held every year in the Bristol, Kingsport, Tennessee area. Uh, that was a surprise loss by them. Uh, They dropped to number two. The new number one team is Cox Mill, which Greensboro Day uh, lost to 75-61 right before Christmas down in the uh, Crown Town Classic down at Providence Day School in Charlotte. Another example of them certainly not ducking anybody. Uh, Greensboro Day led that game by, I believe, a point going to the fourth quarter. So the 14-point margin, a little bit misleading in that one. But uh, uh, this Carmel Christian team, might be, along with that Cox Mill team, the most experienced team that Greensboro Day is going to see all season. Five senior starters for Carmel Christian, all with full-ride scholarships to mid-major schools, Appalachian State, UNC Wilmington, College of Charleston, Liberty, Houston Baptist. Uh, This is a very, very experienced team. Uh, They're not quite as big up front as Greensboro Day. Greensboro Day can throw three, six, eight guys out there. Uh, Nick Eftimov, Mike Fowler, Josh Taylor. Uh, Carmel Christian doesn't go quite that big. They have a six, eight senior, Jake Boggs, who's going to UNC Wilmington. But where they have a size advantage is in the backcourt. They run a bunch of guys that are in the six, four to six, six range at you. And that experience is a key factor. When you're, you're Greensboro Day, you've got some young guys in the backcourt, very good young players. Cam Hayes, who transferred in from Smith this year, he's he's an ACC guard. He will be. He's only a sophomore. Carson McCorkle, uh, a 6'3 sophomore, also an ACC guard. He's already committed to Virginia. You know, they've got those guys but they're not quite as experienced. And unlike some past Greensboro Day teams, this group hasn't been together as long. And I think you see that in some games. But the Bengals are playing really good basketball right now. They beat a very good Morganton Freedom team. Another example of them not ducking anybody. A 3A power that's going to see Cox Mill and probably going to see our number one uh, team in our HSExtra.com poll. Southwest Guilford in the 3A playoffs at some point. So uh, Greensboro Day beat Morganton Freedom. That was a huge win for them. McCorkle and Hayes played really well in that one. This is a game that could kind of springboard Greensboro Day and give them momentum for their conference play and for the rest of the season heading into the private school playoffs. Uh, We're recording this on Thursday. It's a 6 p.m. game tonight, Thursday night, at Diller Gym at Greensboro Day. If you want to see some good high school basketball, get out there. $5 admission. Uh, It'll be worth your money. That's kind of an early kickoff to the weekend. We've got some other games too, Spencer. Yes, we certainly do, Joe. Uh, a couple of girls' games, actually, that uh, you wanted to talk about. Uh, it really, around the area, Joe, it seems like one or two girls' teams are, are going to dominate this year. And uh, 
maybe not as deep as we've been uh, on that side of the basketball uh, in years past. Yeah, and and one of those teams that that looks like a dominating team when they're healthy, and they they've had some definite health issues, is Northwest Guilford, the number two team in our poll. Uh, they are home Friday night against the number four team in our poll, High Point Central. Uh, that is a big game in the Metro 4A conference. Uh, Northwest Guilford and Ragsdale look like the teams that are in a different class than everyone else. Ragsdale beat Northwest in a, in a close game to win the Haco Invitational and Northwest Guilford's run there. Northwest Guilford was playing without Kayla King, a senior guard who is going to Virginia Tech. Uh, she had a high ankle sprain in the first round of the Haco uh, to, to give Ragsdale the game they did without her considering how much pressure Ragsdale puts on a team's guards was spoke volumes about how well coached that Northwest Guilford team is and how they handle things. But this High Point Central team will give them a test, especially if Kayla King is either not playing or not 100%. High Point Central will come at you with some pressure, not as deep as Ragsdale, maybe not as athletic as Ragsdale, but they do have a post presence that Ragsdale doesn't really have. Kara Williams, who is a uh, strong player inside, and that's somebody Northwest is going to have to deal with. Uh, Megan Harkey will probably draw the matchup with her at times. Uh, they will throw some other people at her, just try to keep the ball out of her hands if possible. Uh, the player who would would be the matchup for her, who's been out all year, is Elizabeth Kitley, uh, the 6'5 center for Northwest, uh, two-time state championship game MVP. Uh, she suffered an ACL injury back in the summer. Uh, she may be back before the end of the season, she may not. That's going to depend on, on how her rehab continues to go and medical clearance. But with her and Kayla King, I don't think there's any question they're the best team in the area. With just Kayla, they are right there with Ragsdale. It'll be interesting when Kayla King is back in full go, how those games with Ragsdale go. They're going to see them at least two more times, maybe three, depending on uh, conference tournament, maybe even four if they ran into each other in the state playoffs, as often happens. But that's a game definitely. Definitely to watch Friday night at 6 p.m. at Northwest Guilford. There's also a very good boys game to follow. Uh, Northwest Guilford also our number two boys team. They're also playing a pretty solid High Point Central team. Another girls game to to kind of look down the road at a little bit. We'll go through Tuesday on previewing games. Is number four High Point Central at home against Page. Uh, Page is not as strong as they were last year, but they will give that High Point Central team a good test. And there's some boys matchups too that we want to talk about uh, starting with Friday night uh, two games in particular in the Piedmont Triad 3A conference number one Southwest Guilford our top team home against Parkland and this Parkland team has a lot of familiar names from their football team particularly Kamian Shell the quarterback on that Parkland team he's a very very good basketball player a very good guard explosive this will be a good matchup a good test for Southwest Guilford uh, I, I like I like that Cowboys team a lot with the Langley twins back from uh, Wesleyan Christian Academy this year and the depth that they built up last year. They are a tough out for anybody. They come at you with their defense. Everything flows from that. They force a lot of turnovers, and when they get running, they convert, and they're fun to watch. The other Piedmont Triad 3A game to watch on uh, Friday night 
is number six Smith at home against a very good Mount Tabor team. Mount Tabor and Parkland, along with Reynolds, probably the three best teams in Forsyth County this year. Uh, that's a good test for a Smith team that's kind of been a little bit inconsistent, but has a lot of length and a lot of talent. And that's going to be a game that will will say something about where that conference race goes. That's probably the best conference for boys basketball this year in the area in terms of competition and just getting quality games a lot of nights. And then we've got something uh, that uh, started or returned last year to the Greensboro Coliseum Complex, the North Carolina Scholastic Classic. Uh, went back to the field house last year, the Greensboro Swarms Arena, after having been played at the Coliseum and then taking a, a hiatus for a year or so. Uh, that event returns on Saturday. We've got a couple of Guilford County teams in that. Tipping it off in the first game, we've got number two Northwest Guilford against Wilson Greenfield. If Wilson Greenfield sounds familiar to you, that's because Kobe White, the North Carolina guard freshman this year who's played so well, that was where he played last year, and they were in this event last year. That second game in the tournament, number four Greensboro Day against Walkertown, and a player obviously to watch for Walkertown is uh, 5'11 junior guard Jalen Cohn, a very, very explosive guard. He can score on the perimeter. From three-point range, he can attack you off the dribble. He's a strong defender. He's already got a college-ready body. This is a kid who's physically developed, has a, a good feel for the game, and he's going to be playing at a very high level at the college level in a couple of years. That's the 3.30 game. And then there is a 5 o'clock game also, Trinity Christian against Mount Tabor from Winston-Salem. But the uh, the two marquee games are the early ones. You know, th those are some games to watch for over the weekend. And then looking ahead to Tuesday, we've got some more Piedmont Triad 3A basketball to watch for. Southwest Guilford home again against a very good Mount Tabor team. Uh, that That's a matchup that uh, is a challenge for... Tabor is a challenge for any team in that conference, but Southwest at home is going to be a tough one there. And also, in the same conference, a rivalry game. Number six, Smith at Dudley. Dudley struggling a little bit at times this year, but still solid, and that's just a great rivalry game. And anybody who, who hasn't seen those two teams play each other in football or basketball, that's a game to check out, 7.30 on Tuesday at Dudley. Yeah, when those two teams tangle, you can definitely throw out the records. Joe, it seems like a full slate of high school basketball on both the girls and the boys' side uh, over the next few days. Hope everybody can get out and enjoy. And if you can't, visit hsextra.com for continued coverage. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Turkin35, at Joe Serrera NR. And we'll make sure that we keep you up to date and ready to go until the next time we convene for the HS Extra Pep Talk podcast. You've been listening to the HS Extra Pep Talk podcast. We'll talk to you next week right here on hsextra.com.